Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Thematic Podcast. My name is Craig I'm Daniel. Brown. Oh, I did <laughs> Got it again. again. What a turkey. I'm Craig. I'm Daniel. <laughs> it's good to be with you, buddy. Good to be with you. Now, uh, we we have a, a question today that did not come in. We actually were talking live, and and mm-hmm. we wrote this question, but yeah. it is the one of the questions that's probably yeah. been asked more than any other in the history. I would say this way. We of... formulated it yeah. from questions we get all the time that are just like this. Yeah, and yeah. this type of question has been asked since the beginning of forever. So this is what we wrote. Why is Christianity the true religion instead of any other world, any of the other world religions. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really good one. This might get the TikTok live band. Ooh, uh, baby. So there are a lot of options in the buffet of world religions. Why do we believe or think we can prove that Christianity, which claims to be the one correct way, why it's true? Right. Why are Christians so serious about Jesus is the only way, and to be why? clear, that's what I believe, and that's what you believe. Yeah, yeah. To why? Be really clear. Why are we so? Why does the world think? I'm I'm doing air quotes. If you're only listening, why does the world think we're so uptight about mm-hmm. our only one way to God? And a lot of people these days are like, "Hey, you got your path to God. I got my path to God. Like, mm-hmm. just chill out a little bit." Yeah. Why do we believe that this is? the only path to God, and yeah. this is relationship with the only true God. Yeah. And why can you trust it as opposed to mm-hmm. other world religions? And we'll probably, I don't know, maybe we will, maybe we won't talk about other religions specifically. Yeah, maybe. But um, mm-hmm. I think that what I hear, one another thing that I hear a lot is like, you only believe that because you grew up in an area that believes that. And mm-hmm. if you grew up in Pakistan, you'd be a Muslim, Craig. Mm-hmm. That's the number one thing. If you grew up in 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 uh, uh, Thailand, you'd be a Buddhist. Yeah. You know, or you know, you grew up in Utah, you'd be a Mormon. Yeah, and you know, I don't actually disagree with that mm-hmm. sentiment. Like, yeah, yeah, maybe I maybe I would have been. Mm-hmm. You're right. Cultural sway is yep. uh, very a strong. real thing yep. for real. Yep. So I know for me, I grew up in a Christian household, forced to go to church my whole life invited Jesus into my life when I was a kid, you know, because I was told like, yeah, if you want to go to heaven, you got to do this and invited Jesus into my life like 50 times because I was scared Mm -hmm. it didn't work the time before as if it was Mm -hmm. some transaction to go to heaven instead of hell. But when I was older and I really started studying theology and and the Bible and all other things, it was like, yeah, we do have, I, I, I think I wanted to see what do these other things say. Yep. And for me, my conclusion after looking at everything is that Jesus is God. Jesus is who he says he is. And if he is who he says he is, then this is true. Yep. So for me, I'm going to answer the question of why do I believe that Jesus was who he says he was? And I, I go from there. That's my foundation. That's yep. where I start. Very similar story. I grew up Christian. I uh, explored other things, some people might say, well, you didn't explore them exhaustively, or you had a much better primer on Christianity, so you're naturally biased to lean that way. I think when you hear the case that we're about to make, you'll see why we could quickly eliminate the other things. Um, In fact, I think we'll make a pretty strong case uh, about why we we believe Christianity is is the right way. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
maybe I'll say this because as we film this, we are also online live on TikTok. Um, this doesn't need to be said, but I'll just say it. We have respect for all peoples and love all peoples and, of course, never promote any sort of violence or hatred towards any person oh, course, or people yeah. group, no matter what they believe. But I do think that in order to really address this question, we need to talk about some specific beliefs yeah. and, and, and world religions. So I think that it's, it's meaningful to go there. So like for me, um, like, like Hinduism, for example, they believe in 330 million gods. Um, the entire framework and the philosophy, I, I just don't, it doesn't click with me at all. Um, so, so that's out. Buddhism honestly is not even a religion. It's a, mm. it's an atheistic philosophy. Did mm -hmm. you know this? Yep. Buddhists mm. don't believe in God. Oh, I didn't know that. It, it's not a religion. Buddha, they don't claim Buddha was God. They don't, they don't believe in any God. It's, it's a, it's an atheist, atheistic philosophical belief of how to live in this life. Oh, that's what it is. Taoism. Uh, I don't know much, you know, about it anymore. I studied it at one point in time, but you know, if we're going to talk about like some of the other majors, obviously Islam mm -hmm. is a major world religion. You could talk about Mormonism. Mm -hmm. You could talk about, and so, um, do you want to say anything else in terms yeah, of I would say, groundwork and precursor before we jump in? I would in? say Islam is um, an interesting religion in the sense that I believe it has its roots in its Abrahamic religion, which is, um, it started, you know, kind of stemmed off of ours. Yep. Um, and so there are some similarities um, in its roots, but couldn't be any more different than ours, obviously, um, uh, in its outcome. Um, and uh, there's, um, you know, Judaism, which is the foundation of our uh, belief system. Right. So being a Christian uh, is roots in Judaism. So the way a Christian believes, and I think this is important, is we believe that God created all people, and then people wandered from God, and then God chose the Jewish people to impart the Torah or the word or the truth, mm -hmm. and then through the Jewish people, he gave a savior, which was his son, mm -hmm. Yeshua or Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. God became man, born to Mary in a virgin birth. Mm -hmm. We we literally mm -hmm. Christians believe that. Yep. That's what the Orthodox Christianity. That son came purpose was to die a sacrifice on the cross, giving up his life of his own free will as a Passover lamb. And all this was sort of like a picture, uh, was pre-pictured in the Old Testament. And that one sacrifice, once and for all, was for the sins of the world to reconnect humankind back to God right. in that free will sacrifice. And that blood is the atonement for humanity. And Jesus' resurrection is the first fruits. And because Jesus conquered death, the rest of humanity can be resurrected and reconnected with God. And that while the way is narrow, it's not narrow because no one can get there and it takes all this good behavior. Right. It's narrow because it's specific. There There's only go. one oh, way good. and it's through Jesus. Jesus. So the Bible says, broad is the way that leads to destruction, meaning there's all these options, right? It's narrow because it's specific. Anyone can come. That's why I love Christianity. It's like, exactly. dude, you do any race, any creed, any gender, any, 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 any. You could be 
you, so many, everyone is welcome through the Son. Right. He atones for anything. His sacrifice was an overpayment for the sins of the world and certainly all of your sins. Right. It is the most welcoming through the Son. Right. That is what a Christian believes. And a Christian believes that once you are saved, your mission is to love even your enemies. So a true Christian will believe that your mission is to love God's children, all humanity, and that you should live in service to the King, loving and praying for your enemies and being on mission. That is what a true mm. Christian believes. Yeah. Okay, just so, to be clear, that is what wow, we believe. You, you, man, there's so many angles we can go here. You touched on a lot just of things. Just want to make sure that's what we believe the true religion that God designed is. Yeah. And you touched on things, areas I wasn't even going to go into, but yeah, like it is important to know that God chose a specific person to start a covenant relational relationship mm -hmm. with. His name was Abraham, Abraham. Mm -hmm. and his son was named Isaac. Isaac, whom he took to a mountain to sacrifice, and God delivered him. And then Isaac had Jacob, yep. and then if you've heard the name Israel, which you have, it's a country today, but it's a people group. Jacob's name was changed to Israel. Yeah. That is literally what it means. It, it's yeah. not just a group of people. It is one guy's name. Yeah. God changed Jacob's name to Israel. So Jacob slash Israel had 12 sons, and they Those become the 12, the 12 tribes. tribes of Israel, and they become the nation or the people group of Israel. And then eventually, through a lot of things happened, the kingdom split and the 10 northern tribes were taken off into were just never to be heard from again. And so the southern kingdom was the tribe of Judah. Judah and Benjamin, and that's why they're called Jews. That's where we get the name Judaism is from the tribe of Judah. Mm -hmm. But we believe that the Savior, the Messiah, Jesus, was prophesied and came from the line of Judah. Mm -hmm. So that's what we believe. Um, now, because you brought it up, I do think it's important for people, if they've heard for the first time, wait, what? Islam yeah. goes back to Abraham? This is important. It is important. It is true that the two biggest religions in the world, well, the, the three biggest the religions three, in the world, Judaism, all go Islam, back to and Christianity. Abraham. That's right. One right? guy. <laughs> so this is the important way to think about it. Yes, we all believe that Abraham is the father of the faith. What Islam claims is that the chosen son is Ishmael, not Isaac, mm -hmm. and that Ishmael was the one taken to the mountain to be sacrificed, not Isaac. Mm -hmm. So that's where they deviate. And then the other two religions, Judaism and Christianity, I think this is also important to say. It you is. touched on it. Yeah, I love that we're doing I this. I was this is just so fun. in Israel. Yeah. Bro, I was in Israel last month, uh, in November, and I could not believe how many Jewish Israelis didn't understand what Christians believed. I assumed they all understood what Christians believed and they just rejected it. Like, yeah, like we understand you think Jesus, but we don't think he's our Messiah. Nobody I talked to understood that. Wow, Now, of really? course, there are people there, but nobody I talked to. So what I had to explain to some people was, listen, we don't think we're like a different religion like Hinduism is or like Taoism is. Wow, that's surprising to me. Like, Christians literally believe we are grafted in to yes. the tree that is Israel. Yes, we, we are the that. fulfillment of what God started in Israel, in Abraham, mm -hmm. Isaac, Jacob, and the whole like so we didn't like we don't believe Jesus came and started a different religion. Yeah. This is the fulfillment of what he always had in his mind. Like we believe yeah. you guys missed your Messiah, but we're grafted into you. 
Yeah, and we love you. And we love you. And we think you. God um, sees something so special in you and started it with you, and we're so lucky to be grafted into, into you. Into you, but yeah. But what Christians believe is that it's not just about you, and the, the you in this case being Jewish, Jewish people, people or mm-hmm. Israelite by blood. Mm-hmm. It was what God's plan was from the beginning that all the disinherited nations— and and all of the peoples would be brought back together in peace That's right. through Christ. That's and now right. there's one family of faith, one people, family tree. one church. Yeah. So how does this get us to the actual question okay. for today? But it's important. It's really good A content. Lot of that I mean, good. this is like global stuff. Yeah, this is... And then everything else we believe are just what I would say, and this leads directly into what we think the proof is. I think... That the rest, I mean, and this, no disrespect, but I think this is humanity, like like actual human humans. I think that all of us understand or believe, and I'm going on a limb here, that there's something else besides just us. And so in this quest... There's a growing population that doesn't believe that. There is. But Whether or not they actually don't believe that, yeah, or they just... You whatever. talk to people in the hospital that work with people on their deathbed, and most people would be like... Everybody in the end is like, oh, no, there's something else, you know? Right. Or I think what happened last week in the football game shows actually, even though, especially in America, the cultural milieu is like, oh, atheistic, but you know what? When somebody falls down on the football field and they're literally not breathing for nine minutes, what does everybody do? They pray. They pray. Yeah. Because at the end of the day... You know, yeah, you know. You there's, know something there's something instinctual else. that there's there's some something else. So, in this quest to sort of like define it, if 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 either the information you have doesn't satisfy you, you don't have a revelation of it yet, you'll seek it. And certain opportunistic people have created or invented things. I do believe that. So I think there are many religions that have gained traction that have been offerings that appeal to certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, people need hope, so I'll create it. In fact, I know that Christianity has, people have said, oh, you just need a crutch, and the God's a crutch. And uh, But if you know true Christianity, it isn't a crutch at all. True Christianity, you're called to love your enemy. Yeah, nice crutch. If you follow real biblical Christianity, give of your money, give of your time, love your enemy, yeah, nice crutch. Yeah, it's mm. it's not a crutch at all, <laughs> you know? So so I think we need to cover that because what we believe is the proof flies in the face of arguments like that. I don't believe Christianity, true biblical Christianity, could have been created by man. Yeah, right. I agree. So do you want to jump in or do you want me to jump I in? I want you to jump in because okay. it's a good handoff point. So I would say if if I were to just simply talk to the big categories of the the biggest world religions, if I was talking to a Jewish person or a, or a Muslim, and I'm saying why I think Christianity is true as opposed to one of those two or, you know, one of the other big world religions, it has everything to do. I don't even start with Genesis. I don't start with the Bible. I don't start with uh, the moral structure. I don't start with what do you, what do you supposedly gain philosophically after life? I start with, was Jesus who he said he was? Mm -hmm. Yes or no? Because if he, if he's honestly, my, my answer is if Jesus wasn't who he says, who he said he was, then Probably I should be a Jew. Yes, me. I feel I'm the same definitely way. not going to be an, a Muslim, and I'll talk about that. But was Jesus who he says he was? So, 
to, to me, it's really like simple philosophically. If you think about what throughout the history of humanity have people generally been inclined to pursue? Mm-hmm. And if you boil it down, it would be money, sex, power, prestige. Mm-hmm. Like generally people of any skin color from any nation throughout any age, those are the things that you're going to see people pursue. Mm-hmm. And so I think that you really have to look at different religions and different things and like, what are people gaining? Yeah. Right. So especially leaders, especially men. What are what are yeah. yeah, what are leaders gaining? Did Joseph Smith gain any of those things? Did Muhammad gain any of those things? Did Jesus gain any of those things? Mm-hmm. Right? What are yeah. and so So whomever started a religion or a movement, did they gain money from it? Did they gain prestige from it? Did they gain power, women, those types of things? Yep. Specifically talking about male leaders, which is typically what you see. Right. Yeah. And so for me, when I think about the life of, of Jesus of Nazareth and specifically the life of the disciples, I think, okay, here they're following a leader that says, not go and take whatever woman you want, let's go take over that city and take all the wives, or when you die, you're going to get your own planet with 50 virgins to just do whatever you want with. None of that. No, he actually says when you die, you're not going to be married. And he says, in this life, I want you to be with one person forever. Mm -hmm. So a bunch of free sex is out. Mm-hmm. When it comes to money, he says, "Hey, you should you should give your money to the poor. You <laughs> should help each other. You should you should yeah. give away. In fact, one guy he said, sell G- everything give it you all have away. and give away. Now that's not his request of everybody, but generally speaking, it's very philanthropic, like generous. Yeah, don't hold on to your money. In fact, you can't serve both God and money. So, okay, you're not getting all the money. In terms of power, he says." Uh, if you want to be great, you need to serve everybody. <laughs> the kingdom's upside down. Don't be a lord over other people. Like it's not about power. And then he even said, <laughs> "I'm I'm literally your master, and I'm going to serve you. I'm going to wash so, your feet. So do what I do. I'm going to take the lowest position. Take the worst seats at the table. Right. And then when it comes to like prestige and all of those things, like all of the disciples." They literally, Paul says, we are like the refuse of the world. We are treated so poorly. People beat us and mock us, and everywhere we go, we're unsafe. So, like to me. The argument that this guy that they believed in then was all of a sudden died, you know, killed, and they're like, oh no, that was wrong. We misbelieved in the wrong guy. So let's just steal his body out of the grave and just tell everybody we found it so we don't look like idiots. And they start this lie that says, oh yeah, he rose from the dead, but they just did that because of embarrassment or some other motivation. It didn't gain him anything. So, so even when they followed Jesus, they didn't gain anything. Even afterwards, what did they gain? They gained none of those things except for giving their life. All 11 of the disciples gave their life for Jesus other than Judas died, the 12, and Paul died on Patmos, or uh, John died John, on Patmos. Yeah. But all of the rest of them were martyred for their faith. Mm-hmm. And so I always think, how long do you carry on a lie? Only you carry it until it does benefit you Until anymore. it's no longer beneficial to yeah. you. So in this life, if they didn't get money, sex, power, prestige, and then they also gave their life for this thing, it at least requires you to say, man, was that was that real? Yeah, that's an absolutely incredible point. The, the, and I don't know if I can think of any other religion that was started by a person or personality that can say the same thing. That was the most convincing point for me. And that's why I said at the beginning, it didn't take me long to eliminate pretty much every other choice because there was always something to gain. In fact, today, when I'm looking at who I can trust, and dude, people do it to 
us rightfully so all the time, us being Christians, when I look at um, evangelical greed, I'm just going to call it like I see it. And I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, because we do need to be very transparent and honest. Yeah. There are a lot of Christians within the Christian system that are using it yes. for these exact benefits yeah. in a negative way. And I think that's wrong. I'm just calling it like I see it. Is it wrong to be a Christian and have some wealth? Not always, but it is always wrong to use um, any... I believe it is wrong to use the platform um, for um, your gain, uh, wealth generation, prestige, power, women, right? That is what... Like, if that is the intention of your heart, that's a sin, 100%. Um, the Bible says, don't muzzle the oxen while they tread out the grain, meaning like it is not wrong to make your living from the gospel. That is not right. a sin. It's right. okay to pay your pastors. It's okay. I know great pastors who I'm personal friends with that have written books by the work of their hand, and they're great writers, and they sell them on the free market, and they make a good living. Yeah. It's awesome. Good for hallelujah. you. Amazing. Yeah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Uh, or they're a great businessman, and, and they if, invest. But if, but if they're not generous... Yeah, and they're not following the principles of Jesus, then That's right. they're missing it. That's right. And, but yeah, and having money or not having money is neither... We should, Have we done an episode on money? Um, we should do that. We should do that, Cause, yeah. Because not having money is not a sign that God's not blessing you, and having money is not a sign that God is blessing you. Correct. But I believe... Jesus, because it says it in, in 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 Corinthians, I believe it's in Corinthians where where it says that you know he became poor so that we might become rich. Paul talks about it in another place where he says, "When I lived among you, you know, I had every right to take yeah. a salary, yeah, but I didn't want to impede the gospel, implying that it can impede the gospel. People can get infu- uh, confused over it, um, you know, and why? Because they're like." You have something to gain here. That's why you're talking. Every pastor who's ever sat behind a pulpit when they have to preach, and they should preach on the biblical truth of the tithe, because if you don't preach to your people about tithe, you're robbing them of a blessing. Mm. It's a biblical blessing to tithe. Listen, Christians should be the biggest givers on the planet. Right. We should be, period, end of subject. Guess what? You know why you can trust this? I'm not a pastor. I don't get a salary from church. I have nothing to gain. That's why you can trust me when I say it. Hmm. There's something powerful when I have nothing to gain from this message. You know what else is even more powerful? If I were willing to die for that. Right. And that's why I believe those apostles and disciples, when they were willing to be tortured and would not recant on what they saw it was so powerful that the word martyr, which literally just means witness, the word martyr equals the word witness. Right. It literally became to mean someone who was killed for their faith because right. so many witnesses were brutally murdered and tortured because they they're like, I can't unsee it. I yeah. can't recant. Right. I saw what I we saw. We can't help but we speak, can't what, help we've but speak what we've seen. Yeah. And so that's they why they weren't lying. They weren't lying. They had nothing to gain while they were with him. They gained no power. They lost everything. They were tortured and they were killed. And their blood is the stamp of proof and enough proof for me. And then we haven't even talked about other things like the fact that Jesus fulfills so many biblical prophecies yeah. is statistically incredible. Yeah. Um so, obviously, this subject in general could be a whole volume of books mm-hmm. and videos, um, but, you know, this is exactly the conversation I'd have if I had 
one conversation with somebody mm-hmm. at coffee and like I only had 30 minutes to talk yeah. about my heart. I'm not going to get into the volumes of everything, although there are. So I guess yeah. my point in saying that is there's so much evidence in many different areas, mm-hmm. but the, these would be the things for me mm-hmm. that uh, are the the yeah. foundation for me. It's like I really had to think like, okay, yeah, why did the disciples believe so much that they gave their life? Yeah. And what did they gain? And it's and what did provable they historically. Yeah. Uh, there's another book, just a couple of resources. And this is what I gave to my kids when I talked to my kids mm. about it. I said, listen, search your own heart, do your own reading. You know, it's your journey, not mine. This is why I believe this one thing was enough and it stays with me, right? Mm-hmm. And I can't shake it. And I believe it's why a father who a, a, a heavenly father who loves the disciples was willing to allow them, you know, to go through what they went through. And I think why they're in heaven glad to have gone through it because their blood was the seal mm. on so many people now who are saved and get to be with the father. Wow. We call it saved. I mean, that's our colloquialism, but um, basically um, without their sacrifice, I don't know how many of us would not believe today. The way that we believe. So, but uh, Fox's Book of Martyrs, it's a deep cut, um, but there's a big book of the early church of just the stories and miracles of people being burned at the stake and literally like singing through it and feeling uh-huh. no pain and the miracles that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there's just a lot of things that we don't understand in the modern church, especially in America, because we're so insulated from persecution. And I'm grateful for that, make no mistake. But in that gratitude, I think we need to balance it with the realization that we can have a... It's like people who don't work out, their muscles just sort of atrophy to whatever level of faith we need. And maybe we need to be reminded that um, we need to exercise our faith a little more. Yeah. You know, a couple other good books that come to mind is the case for faith and the case for Christ. Yeah, at least trouble. Yeah, great books. Obviously, brilliant works. Mm -hmm. um, Lining lining out the defense for Jesus specifically and Christianity Mm -hmm. specifically. So yeah. Well, this has been a a nice full episode. So uh, obviously, much more can be said, but uh, I think that's the heart of it. That's the heart of it. Yeah. um, Friends, and I want to say this too at the end of the day because the word religion is in here. And what we believe ultimately is that it's not about a religion, just following rules or um, going through traditions or motions. Mm-hmm. It's not just an exchange between us and some deity. It's a relationship with God. And that's mm-hmm. what we believe Jesus came to do is give us a real relationship with God and life abundant, life, Come eternal on. life now and forever. Preach it. So I yeah. believe that. Daniel Me too. Believes that, yeah. And uh, we sure hope that you, yeah. you believe that. What a ride. That was a, <laughs> that was a big one. So awesome. thanks for joining us today, everybody. And uh, we, um, yes, that's it. If you want to get a hold of us, <laughs> find us at the thematicpodcast.com or you can find me at logicostministries.com. We'll see you next time. Peace.